This show is brought to you by Redemption Donuts. Can't afford PV Donuts? Try Redemption Donuts. We dumpster dive at PV Donuts. Sell them for half price. Can't afford brioche yeasted donuts? Well, guess what? Now you can. Treat yourself with Redemption Donuts, only $4, half the price, half the freshness. This program is also brought to you by We Kick Bikes. Afraid someone's gonna rob your store and get away on a bike? Well, hire We Kick Bikes. That's We Kick Bikes. We Kick Bikes. Afraid the bad guys are gonna get away? Don't worry. We Kick Bikes for extra $2 an hour. We we also push over scooters. Let's begin the program. I on July 9th, 2006, the television program Brotherhood debuted on Showtime. It was directed by Billy Noyce and written by Blake Masters. Brotherhood cashed in on previous dramas like The Sopranos and The Shield and even The Wire. Brotherhood, set in Providence, Rhode Island, answered the question, what happens when you don't only have one anti-hero, but two anti-heroes? Episode 1 is entitled Mark 836, according to the King James Version of the Bible. Mark 836 means, For what shall it profit a man if he shall gain the whole world and lose his own soul? Let me tell you something. Hey, I'm talking to you. All of this belongs to me. So if I don't get my taste, Jamal, I'm going to close this job down. Brotherhood opens with an intense scene between gangster Patty Mullen and foreman Jamal. Patty Mullen is trying to shake down Jamal's construction site, but Jamal won't have it when Patty Mullen crosses the line and drops an n-bomb. Jamal bashes Patty's brains in with a shovel. And so begins the classic program known as Brotherhood. What an interesting first scene. Who could have seen that coming? That's right folks, Patty, Patty Mullen's head gets bashed in. What will be the consequences. In the meantime, in the next scene, we see state rep Tommy Caffey's brother, Michael has arrived in Kennedy Plaza. One of my favorite things about Brotherhood are all the locations that were used to film that are real places in Providence, Rhode Island. And guess what, listeners? I've lived in Providence for 10 years, so I have a very special insight into all the different places that were used to film. In fact, the first scene where Patty gets his head bashed in was filmed right in front of the Providence Power Station on Manchester Street. Famously, you can see this from 195, which is actually what they are working on when Patty Mullen gets viciously murdered for being racist. Now you might ask yourself, Corey, 
Why are you recapping this 13-year-old TV show that nobody really seems to care about anymore? And to be honest with you listeners, I'm not totally sure, but I think this is a fun tribute to Providence, Rhode Island, and all of my favorite places that are included in this program. Speaking of this program, again, it was made possible by listeners like you and Redemption Dumpster Diving Donuts, located on 666 Wickedon Street. Can't afford brioche yeasted donuts. Sick of standing in lines that go all around the block at 8 o'clock in the morning on a Saturday because you have nothing better to do and you stand in line for donuts? We'll stand in line no more with Redemption Donuts. We dumpster dive behind PV Donuts and sell you the donuts for half price. That's Redemption Donuts for half the price and half the freshness. Let's get back to the show. Look, if the governor's engineers, they want to carve up a neighborhood, let them carve up the east side. Can't the east side. Why not? Because rich people live on the east side. I mean, God forbid we hurt their quality of life. Oh, the hill's full of poor white people, and what right do they have to complain? Look, even if I side with you against the highway spread, the governor's put his full weight behind us. The governor doesn't run the House of Reps. The voice you hear is one of our anti-heroes in the show. That's right, folks. It's Representative Caffey, and he's in charge of the House of Representatives. He's actually Speaker of the House, so he has a lot of power. It's again Tommy Caffey, spelled C-A-F-F-E-E, like coffee, but with an A. In fact, when you hear the name Caffey with the Rhode Island accent, it sounds like this. Caffey. Caffey. I think it was a good choice to pick, especially all the great accents that we have in the show Brotherhood. So Tommy Caffey is speaking to the Barrington representative, who's actually played by someone that you may know. That's right, it's Matt Servito, better known from his time on The Sopranos as Agent Harris of the FBI. What a star-studded cast. Servito plays Representative Donatello, not to be confused with the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Representative Donatello represents the great people of Barrington. And now Tommy Caffey is going to help him get something that he wants. Look, your vote is your own. I can't force you to do anything. But you should know the state is planning to open several new methadone clinics. Those clinics have got to go somewhere. So imagine the impact. Every junkie in the state busting to your district for treatment. Or you vote with me against the spur. I'll help Barrington get that corporate subsidy to be wanting. Are you saying you can get that subsidy out of committee? That's my committee. This scene goes to show how powerful Tommy is in Providence. This scene is filmed at Roads on the Patuxet in Cranston, Rhode Island, a very famous banquet hall. In the meantime, Mo Riley gets yelled at by Freddie Court. Freddy's upset at Mo Riley because he didn't do anything when Patty Mullen got his head bashed in for being a racist. He deserved it. Freddy and Mo are being spied on by local Providence police. Local Providence police are sitting at the hot club while Mo and Freddy are on their boats. The hot club, one of the best bars in Providence, sits right on the water. What makes 
this scene even more realistic. The local PD are eating popcorn. Popcorn is commonly served at the hot club for free. There's a hot tip for you at the hot club, also known as the hottest club in New England aka the hottest club, aka the hottest club in Providence. Mo Riley heads to Westminster Street, where he has parked his car across the street from Symposium Books. I doubt that Mo is going to go buy a book. Mo gets into a confrontation with another person on the street, who is criticizing the way Mo parked his car. Slow parking job you've done here. They teach it at a parochial school. Maybe you should have parked on the sidewalk, or would that be too polite? Five more minutes, I would have had you towed. But you pull my left nut, pal. Oh, that's right. You're a big fucking man. Piss on anyone you want to. No, guys like this thing. There's no one in the world besides them. There are rules to civilized fucking society. Are there? Mo ends up taking his stress out on the road rage person, and his unsuspecting girlfriend also gets assaulted and an earring ripped out of her ear. Mo Riley, not a great guy. Patty Ryan, not a great guy. Mo pulls off this double assault in broad daylight on Westminster Street, and nothing happens to him. Or so he thinks, because Michael Caffey is watching him. That's right, folks. Our other anti-hero is back in Providence and already doesn't like what he sees. This program is made possible by listeners like you. And we kick jump bikes. We kick jump bikes. Ever worried that there are too many bikes gathered up? on the sidewalks well hire we kick jump bikes that's we kick jump bikes 666 gano street providence rhode island worried that someone's going to steal from the bank and get away on a jump bike that's strategically placed next to the highway or something that's right folks we can kick those bikes over so the bank robbers can't get away that's right, we kick jump bikes. Only $5.99 an hour. Uh, we also kick scooters for an extra $2 an hour. That's we kick jump bikes, 666 Gano Street. Let's get back to the show. So now we're about 10 minutes into the show, and I think it goes to another level of upcoming scenes, folks. We finally get to see what Tommy Caffey's like when he's at home with his family. You must be at the edge of your seat wondering, where in Providence does Tommy live? Well, folks, he lives on the hill. That's right, good old Federal Hill in Providence, Rhode Island. But in the Brotherhood, it's a little bit of a twist. Instead of it being a predominantly Italian neighborhood, in the Brotherhood, it's an Irish neighborhood. Does this confuse you? Well, folks, don't worry, you're not the only one who's confused about this. I'm not really sure if this was a good move by the creators of Brotherhood. It's a little, uh, it's a little bit of a stretch. But we'll see how it plays itself out. Maybe they will prove me wrong. But it's kind of a leap of faith, folks. I, uh... But what else? There was a house fire on Richter. 
truly this is where many of the show's most interesting accents will be on display. When I say interesting, some of them are a little bit exaggerated, folks. It's almost like a caricature or um, a grotesque. It's a little grotesque. And what else? Uh, there was a house fire on Richter. Did you call about the trash pound up on Quonset Street? Pulled Jane waited sanitation. She said her guys love the deli flat. She said her guys love the deli flat. Love the deli flat. Love the deli flat. Love the deli flat. Richter. Love the deli flat. Love the deli flat. Richter. 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 Those are just some samples from the first couple scenes on the hill as the family gets ready to get profiled by the Providence Journal aka Projo, aka The Journal, which is a real newspaper in Providence, Rhode Island. We also meet Tommy's wife, who unfortunately is characterized here a little bit as the nagging wife, which can sometimes be a stereotype on these prestige television shows. But we'll see if Brotherhood can overcome this slight misstep. Misstep. This slight, hmm, it's sexist. Have you seen our checkbook lately? Mortgage, car repair, the girls' tuition. I mean, we can't run the toaster and the microwave at the same time. You might notice that Eileen also has a unique Rhode Island accent that might seem exaggerated, if not downright unrealistic, if not also kind of... <sighs> Grotesque. This program was also, this is our third and final sponsor this week, this program was also made possible by High End Gutters. That's right folks, High End Gutters. It's a new bowling alley on Federal Hill. It's known as High End Gutters. That's right, High End Gutters, where you can go bowling and smoke hookah at the same time. Get a strike and take a big gulp of hookah smoke within 30 seconds. That's right, folks. It's High End Gutters on uh, 666 Atwells Avenue. That's right, 666 Atwells Avenue, folks. One group of friends wants to go bowling. Another couple want to smoke hookah. Well, now you can do both. That's right, it's High End Gutters, 666 Atwell's Ave, Providence, bottle service, sold separately. Let's get back to the rest of the show. We learn in the next scene a little more exposition, this time from Tommy's brother Michael. This scene serves as a foil to Tommy's carefree family life. This scene serves as a foil to Tommy's carefree family. This scene serves as a foil to Tommy, who has the good old-fashioned American family life, and Michael, who's led a life of crime. You might even say these scenes run parallel to each other. Michael James Cathy vanished seven years ago, one step ahead of a hit and two steps ahead of you guys. The FBI and local police are both worried that Michael's back in town. He has a certain notoriety in town for previous crimes he committed. According to the CI reports, three-part Mike killed Patty Mullen's Bulldyke sister because she molested a 15-year-old girl. He stabbed her 54 times and then threw her off a building. So he 
stabbed a child molester 54 times and threw her off a building. 54 times. Yeah, this is a pretty bad dude. Pretty bad. We're thinking three-part Mike's back because Patty Mullen got whacked at the construction site. Why three-part? Judge, jury, and execution. He likes to play all three. 54 times. He stabbed someone 54 times. One, two, three, and blah, blah, blah. The rest of the scene goes on. Tommy's got a local PD who protects him. The FBI and local police are both after Michael. He's back after seven years, yada, yada, blah, blah. 54 times he stabbed someone, and then he disappeared for seven years. The numbers in this uh, show are surely interesting. The next scene might be the peak of the episode. Those new Renicots at Providence place a friggin' retarded. That's right, folks. We meet Patty Mullen's mom, Mrs. Mullen. Tommy goes to break the news to Mrs. Mullen. What has happened to Patty? My baby. I am so sorry. You killed my baby boy. My Patty never did nothing to nobody. Mrs. Mullen does utter a racial epithet pretty soon after this breakdown, which, not gonna lie, kind of a uh, kind of a rough patch for the show. Lots of racial epithets being thrown around, and this was made in 2006. Not really sure. Okay, um, I don't want to ruin Mrs. Mullen for everyone though, because. Her accent in this episode is truly what makes Mrs. Mullen my MVP for the episode. Well, it isn't Tommy Cathy. Oh, you look the comma. So, see anything you like? I got all the top labels. Elfiga, Ralph Lauren. Those new Renicots at Providence place are friggin' retarded. Actually, that's not why I'm here. Oh, come on. One shirt on a five-finger markdown is not going to keep you from being president. Fifteen and a half, thirty-four, right? Those new Renicots at Providence place a friggin' retarded. The next scene takes place at Onlyville System Wieners in Onlyville, Providence, home of the infamous Wieners and Coffee Milk. Tommy is meeting with the man who ran the construction site where Patty Mullen was killed. Apparently one of Tommy's aides forgot to give a kickback to Mr. Mullen. Mr. Mullen didn't realize that that was the case, so there was some confusion there. Tommy's aid is dumb. I'm a little confused about this scene, why they would meet at Onlyville Wieners for a high-powered meeting. It's not really a private restaurant. It's a pretty public place. You might get overheard by people sitting nearby. You want to tell me what Patty Mullen was doing at your construction site? What do you think? He was shaking down my phone. Said my work crew would start having accidents if I didn't kick back properly to the union local. So you got to the shovel to his face. You don't drop the embryo on a proud black man. Okay, I'm going to stop it right there and say I'm not sure about that part either. This is starting to get consistent. I'm a little worried. I've made a podcast about a show that's a little bit thinly veiled. Ah, white supremacy. The show's called Brotherhood. Oh, boy. This program was made possible by listeners like you and Redemption Dumpster Diving Donuts. Founded 666 Wicked and Street. 
Need a donut but can't afford to go to PV Donuts? Well, you're in luck, folks. Go to 666 Wicked and Street Redemption Donuts. Can't afford a donut with Fruity Pebbles on it, even though you could just buy a box of Fruity Pebbles and put it on top of a regular donut, and it's pretty much the same thing. Can't afford the one they make at PV Donuts? Well, you're in luck. At Redemption Donuts, you can get one for half off. Maybe only $4. It might be $5, though. But there's only one way to find out. Come to Redemption Donuts, 666 Wicked and Street. Just hop on those jump bikes and come on down. That's right, folks. If you use a jump bike, you get even more half off. So if you use a jump bike to come to Redemption Donuts, it's only $2. The Great Redemption Donut Jump Bike Crossover Advertisement. I'm starting to wonder if I really want to go through with this podcast. I'm going to text my boss and see if... No? Okay, yeah, I guess I, I have to keep going through the episode. We've already paid all these advertisements okay okay all right we'll keep going in our next scene we go back to mike caffey and he's hanging out at sandy's pub i don't know if that's a real place in providence i've never heard of it and he's going to find his old sidekick and they're gonna get the gang back together and they're gonna start being gangsters in providence again how fun what's the old guy said you were 600 nah me it's just at the library. A lot of good books at the library. Okay, I agree with that. A lot of good books at the library. I don't really get what he's trying to say there, but there are a lot of good books. Michael and his sidekick go to his old stash and check out how much money he still got in this old garage in a trunk in a car. It's pretty sick. Get yourself something smart to wear. Get yourself something smart to wear. This is where we also discover Michael has a great accent, too. It's super. I love his accent. It's on point. I feel like I'm in Rhode Island and I'm watching the show. Get yourself something smart to wear. Michael and his crew are planning on doing something. We'll find out later what those plans are. In the meantime, we see what Tommy's up to with his committee. Remember our friend from Barrington? Representative Silk. Let me say this clearly. This is a bad bill at a bad time. It reeks of cronyism. We can dispense with the oration. A simple up or down vote will suffice. People on the committee know something's up, but Tommy's got too much power, so they can't do anything about it. Jebo time. The vote is seven to six. The bill passes and is referred to the full house in the affirmative. The committee is adjourned. Thank you. Seven to six. Is the best you could do? Passed, didn't it? All right. I'll go against the governor on the highway spur. Well, as long as you think it's the right thing to do. There goes wheeling, dealing, Tommy Caffey. Getting things done on the behalf of his constituents on the hill. Marty Trio. Speaking of constituents, Marty has been sent over on behalf of Freddy, who's mad that Michael's back in town. Look, Tom, I'm just a messenger here, so you gotta know this ain't coming from me. Look, Tom, there's a lot of bad blood between Freddy and your brother. Apparently, Michael wasn't buddies with Patty, wasn't buddies with Freddy, isn't friends with many people, blah, 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 blah. The word 
is out. Your brother? That is back. I had a nickel for every time someone said my brother was back. That warrant in my house that actually worked. Yeah. That was before Patty Mullen had his head kicked in. Look, your brother took a powder because Patty had it out for him. And Patty had the backing of certain people. Pretty cool. Yeah. Before things got out of hand, he thought you might want the opportunity to supply an incentive piece. Why don't you pull out a gun, huh? Stick me out. Tommy, it's not like that. No, it's exactly like that. Look, family is everything to you, Tom. Everybody knows that. So the Irish politician's greatest weakness is his loyalty to his brother. Great. No stereotypes here or really anything being said about them to make it seem like they're playing with them, which would maybe be more interesting. But no, it's just straight up stereotypes. <sighs> this program was made possible by listeners like you and... We kick jump bikes. See a gang of kids coming at you on their jump bikes? We'll kick them over before they get to you. That's right, We Kick Jump Bikes presents We Kick Kids on Jump Bikes. Roving gangs of kids terrorizing the neighborhood? Well, call up We Kick Jump Bikes. 6666666. That's We Kick Jump Bikes at gmail.com we kick jump bikes we're here to serve you got people dumpster diving behind your food establishment well don't worry we kick jump bikes can kick over anybody's bikes who are trying to dumpster dive behind your food establishment we also throw scooters in the river you can pay us to dive into the river and retrieve the scooters that we threw for only twice the price let's Finish this show off with a bang. Want to advertise on this podcast? Email me at Brotherhood TV Show Recap Podcast at gmail.com. Again, that's Brotherhood TV Show Recap Podcast at gmail.com. If you'd like to advertise, shoot us an email. Yeah, well, Miss Yancey had his faults. Buddy Yancey was guilty as hell. The only thing Buddy Yancey was guilty of was being mayor. Okay, and we're back. And again, Brotherhood are picking and choosing their historical providence features. I guess this is considered historical fiction. Here, Buddy Yancey's name dropped by the family matriarch, who we haven't seen yet. Her name is Rose Caffey, and she also has some rough, rugged ideas. She was a better neighbor than these fresh off the boat Hamons and DRs. Okay, that's it. I'm gonna read this last ad, and I think I'm gonna tap out. Because here's another character with zero redeeming qualities and pretty poorly written. Just kind of sputtering at this point. Ugh. Okay. High-end gutters. Come chill on the hill with high-end gutters. Want to smoke hookah and go bowling at the same time? Check out high-end gutters. 666 Atwell's Ave, also known as Federal Hill. Take a big puff of hookah, bowl a strike, and then blow it out, all in one move. Impress your friends with how long you can hold in your hookah before you pass out, but careful don't pass out. That's high-end gutters. Do you like 
riding on jump bikes? If you take a jump bike to high-end gutters, you get half off your second game. That's right, folks. Take a jump bike to high-end gutters and get some money taken off. High-end gutters and jump bike have combined to provide you with a cheaper service. Don't drink and jump bike. Come chill on the hill with high-end gutters. Bottle service insurance. Need to sign a waiver. All right, folks. Well, that's the first half of episode one. Gonna have to take a breather on this Brotherhood podcast. My boss might might still make me do this. A little uncomfortable. I really liked this show. Really liked this show when I was a kid. Thought it was pretty cool up there with Sopranos. Maybe The Wire. Maybe not quite as good as The Wire. Maybe on level with, with at least The Shield, but... This is even, this makes the shield look subtle. This looks, this, I just, I don't know. Well, thanks for tuning in and maybe come back next time. This is Corey with the Brotherhood TV podcast. That's Brotherhood TV show recap podcast at gmail.com. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next time. Maybe.